Welcome to Sporadic Phantoms. My name is Robin. I'm Stevie. And I'm Kyle. They know our last names. In our last episode, we heard the results of Richard Dolan's analysis of the sharing. I have concluded that the sharing is not a dangerous cult. Which included some surprising information about Elizabeth Lee. Stephen Ferrand? She's offering him money to approve the Dapson project. I'd call that bribery. But how did he get that information? It was either by hacking the sharing's computers, or he totally made it up. Well, Dolan aside, Nancy Candleton told us about the sharing's upcoming benefit dinner, and she reserved three spots for us. This thing is a thousand dollars a plate. I reserved three extra spots, courtesy of the West Coast Forest Defenders. And Peter Stinton would be there, which would finally give us a chance to get close to him. But there was a lot of security surrounding the whole place, which made recording really difficult for any of us. We decided to use a small, discreet recording device to try to get any audio footage of the sharing's higher-ups. I tried to sneak the recorder into Stinton's dressing room, but was stopped by his guards. You're gonna need to step away. Now. But I figured Nancy could try to do it instead, since she was going backstage anyway. Kyle, I can try. My first time investigating. It became even more difficult to record when Kyle lost my recorder. 19 hours, 38 minutes, the device is dropped. No, not like dropped in the dressing room. I mean, I dropped it somewhere by accident. At that point, there was nothing we could do besides listen to the speeches. And we saw Peter Stinton for the first time. Our goal is to take over the world with brotherhood. Later, when food is being served, I found the recorder returned to us in a plate of calamari, which I did not order. Take the kalama. Kalamarati. Kalamamamla. Squids. Huh? Take the plate now, Kyle. But I said I didn't. Oh. I realized our waiter must have pickpocketed the recorder off of me when I bumped into him earlier. Stinton approached our table and gave us some advice. Don't become cynical. Anytime we come across such cynics, the sharing wins them over soon enough. Every single time. I couldn't talk about the recorder in front of him. So we headed back to the studio where I could finally tell these two I had the recorder after all. I knew something must have happened to it. There was a password on it, which Kyle somehow knew already. From that weird waiter. And we listened to the three recordings that we found. That we didn't put on it. We heard the full members plotting about manipulating our investigation to oust Elizabeth and save the sharing's reputation. So first we use the investigation for our purposes, and then we take them. We make sure the sharing is no longer called into question. Elizabeth showed up and was right there with them talking about taking us. I'm only carrying out orders from the council. You know I'm absolutely with you on taking all of them. And my own sister revealed our real identities to the other full members. We've learned their identities from Germa 613 Robin Kyle and Stevie But of course, we already knew that. We heard Hedrick Chapman speaking with, well, he must have been speaking with someone until Stinton entered the room. He was talking about their plot against Elizabeth. But we have a plan in motion that will remove Karant's influence 
destroy her ties with the council, and allow your plans for the sharing to flourish. He also said that one of us, yeah, one of us, was secretly a full member of the sharing. One of the sporadic phantoms is already one of our people, Blizzard. And the third recording we received was from Share the Truth, confirming all this information and warning us to stop the investigation before, well, before we don't know what the sharing would do to us. Get out of this now. It's not worth the risk. The sharing will take your lives if they don't kill you. So, is no one going to talk about the elephant in the room? I don't want to. But we should. So, is one of us working for the sharing? There. I said it. No. Obviously not. Hell no. I know we don't know for sure if we can take Share the Truth's word on that. Or I guess Hedrick's word on that too. But I hate to think that I couldn't trust you guys. No. I don't like that feeling either. But if it is true, if there's ever been a time to come clean, it's now. We're friends. We can just have a civil conversation about it. It doesn't have to go off the rails. For all we know, if one of us is working for the sharing, whoever it is doesn't have bad intentions. They could just have agreed to try to take down Elizabeth from the inside and that it was a good opportunity. Like, I'm not accusing you of working with them, Robin. But you have some of the same goals as them. And we know that you don't have bad intentions. I want to investigate Elizabeth, but that doesn't mean I would go behind your backs to do it. Like I said, not accusing you. Hedrick could have been lying about one of us working for them to appease Stinton. Honestly, we don't want to face the possibility that this could be true. It hurts to think that one of us would possibly lie or deceive each other or hide information. That's serious. Even if it's supposedly for a helpful reason. It's a trust issue. And if we can't trust each other, we can't investigate. Do we not trust each other anymore? I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Are you saying we need to end the investigation? I guess I'm saying that we have a decision to make. Would we give up? We can agree that if one of us is working with the sharing without telling the rest of us, even if they went into it thinking it was a good idea, it's shitty. Yeah, I don't like the idea of the sharing designating one of us to be quote-unquote controller of the investigation. But that's not the only reason why we need to decide if we can do this anymore. I can accept that they don't trust us to investigate her properly, and they need to influence us in order to take her down on their own terms because their boss wants to make more money. I can accept that Peter Stinton wants to get Elizabeth out of the sharing and destroy BU now. I guess Kyle was right about that after all. <laughs> surprise, surprise. If that's all they wanted, I'd be disappointed and angry. But I could at least understand that. But it's not about feeling disappointed or angry. It's that there are some big things that I can't understand. 
really big things. And for the first time in this investigation, I'm scared, guys. Really big things like, let me guess, the council. Okay, that's one of the things. It's something we can't see. Something overseeing everything. It's like the three of us have been living in a 2D world and everyone else around us is living in 3D. In a world we flatties have no concept of. You all know I've suspected something like this from the beginning. But now the implications of this council are even bigger than I ever suspected. Yeah, but... We didn't come into this prepared to expose the Illuminati or whatever. We came into this because of the forest. And a missing person. And the owls. And now, we're all pawns in a huge game we haven't realized we've been playing. So, you know what scares me? It's... Let's say they get their way. Elizabeth is exposed. They do damage control. That's not all they want. They have other plans for us. They want us to be full members, but they should know by now that we'd never agree to that. I gather that's what they mean by saying, take them. And after further thought, maybe that's what they mean by hosts. Unless they're talking about hosts for parasitic worms or something. Give me a break. Honestly. I was just trying to lighten the mood. Is now really the time to be making jokes? Listen, I overheard the kids talking on our way to the gardens. Jess mentioned being a sharing guide to Maddie. That could be what they mean by a host. A guide, a sponsor for a new member, a host. Elizabeth was Jess's guide before Jess became a full member. That is part of their structure. You really think they want us to guide people? No. No. I don't think that's what they want. After they use us, manipulate us, they want us to play volleyball and pick up litter with them? I don't think so. Share the Truth said that the sharing would kill us if they don't take our lives. In one of those recordings, Hedrick mentioned something about people going missing. Not even just one person. He said every time one of them goes missing, they get suspicious. And if one of us is working for them, and told them who we were? Do they also realize what the sharing wants to do with us? So yeah, that scares me. We have to do something. I mean, we probably shouldn't just go to the sharing casually like we have been, but Robin, are you still going to go to BU now? Well, Elizabeth hasn't changed the way she's acting towards me this whole time. Even when I'm sure she must have known why I was really there. But I don't know if I should go back. But if I detach from BU now, then we can lose a way in. But then do we get Dolan to go if I can't anymore? He came in with a very convenient piece of evidence linking Elizabeth to the Dapson Project. Just what we'd need to tie up everything in a neat little bow. If anyone, it's Dolan who's working for the sharing. I'm pretty sure you knew from the beginning I never wanted to get as wrapped up in the sharing as we ended up getting. 
Having Dolan go in instead of us could be our best option. And I've been worried about you, Robin. That's why I was so relieved when you had the idea to hire him. And if he's the one who gets close to them and not us, that doesn't exactly line up with the idea that the sharing will get close enough to us to take us. Yeah, but still, having someone else do our work for us in light of what we just heard? Isn't there still something we can do without having to call him? Well, no way am I going to try to attend any of their meetings anymore. We still need to understand the sharing's intentions before we can consider doing that again. But, well, okay. I still have to physically go there to pick up and drop off Maddie. She's still going to their teen summer day camp. Luckily, I have no need to attend anything at the sharing at all. Except you've been going anyway to visit Elizabeth. Yeah, only after hours, though. I'm not helping out at the events anymore. She seems to be really understanding about that. I imagine that she would have brought up the investigation with you by now. I don't talk about what we're doing. But hasn't she said anything to you? Forget it. He's not going to record her anyway. I think she needs time. What do you talk to her about? Personal interests. Okay. What? You and I both have to be really careful around Elizabeth. She's our main connection to the sharing. And I hope that before this point, neither of us has said anything to her that we would regret. So far, so good. They're all on the same page about whatever they want to do with us. Working with any of them would doom us. We've been working on this without knowing what the hell we were getting ourselves into. And there are still gaps. Unanswered questions. Yeah, and it's driving me nuts. Especially because the sharing hasn't said a thing to us. Maybe they're scared we have all that evidence against them now. <laughs> or they're preparing a lawsuit? It's just been nothing. What are we supposed to do? We can either sit and wait for the sharing to make the next move, or we sit and wait and let some guy who could be a full member himself feed us information. No. After everything we've learned, if we sit with our thumbs up our asses, we're fresh bait for whatever this council has planned. Here's a wild idea. There's one member of the sharing we can get close enough to without having to get near the community center at all. Who? Nicole, you guys. We can try to record her. Would you be okay with recording your sister like that? Well, she helped rat us out to the sharing. I don't know who she got close to, but she was able to get your real last names from someone. And she was cool with telling all of them my last name, too. So, no, I don't feel bad at all about recording her. Don't you see her when you pick up Maddie at their house? I drive up and text Maddie, and Maddie comes out. I've managed to avoid Nicole. But if I can, say, get a recorder into her purse on a day she's going to the sharing, with any luck we'd catch a relevant conversation. They would know to look out for a recorder that looks like a flash drive. We can get a different one. Maybe something that looks like a normal object. Ooh, like a James Bond thing? Sure. From that site that sells these things. Like this. Yeah, that could work. They wouldn't have a reason to look out for something like that. If you're not going inside her house, how can you get it in her purse? Maybe I can get Maddie to do it. Would she do it? 
I'll just tell her I borrowed it from Nicole. She might question a flash drive, but I don't think she would question something like that. Then how will you get it back? That's a trickier question. Um, let's see. When Nicole doesn't have her purse with her, it would have to either be when she's sleeping or maybe when it's in the locker room while she's working out at the Sharing's Fitness Club. Or maybe on a day when I have to pick up Maddie later in the evening when Nicole would be home. Oh, when she's working late from home, I can sneak in and try to grab it really quick and hope she doesn't notice me. That doesn't sound too reliable. That's all I can think of. Besides try to have Maddie give it back, we can figure it out. If we can't get it back, we're losing a good chunk of change. And the longer it's there, the more likely they'll find it and realize what it is. Who cares if they find it? They know we record them. Okay. I'll order it. It should take a couple days to get here. Can we do anything else before then? Why don't we just... wait. Catch up on some sleep? That's fine. I have a lot to think about before we can do anything else anyway. Hey, Robin. Everything okay? Hey, Stevie. Yeah, well, can we talk before we meet up again? Sure. What's up? (sighs) There's something that's really been bothering me. Are you still cool with the recorder plan? Yeah, I don't have any problem with that. (sighs) Good. So, what's up? I haven't figured out how to approach it from the right way yet without everyone blowing up or it just getting steamrolled in the conversation. Robin, what is it? And I don't know how this fits exactly with what we heard Share the Truth and Hedrick say, but there's just there's just too much that's been built up over time for me not to think about this. Can you just tell me what you're thinking about? Do you... Do you think that... <laughs> Wow, I... Honestly, I've been having some thoughts of my own about something like that, too. What do we do? Yeah, and then? And then, I don't know what's going to happen. I know it's early, but I'm glad we decided to meet up beforehand because I've been thinking about what our next move could be. We should be trying to contact Share the Truth. They would be able to tell us much more about what's really going on. I'm talking about Matcom, about Stinton, about what's being covered up. Kyle, can we talk for a minute? We are talking. Just slow down a second. Okay. I I don't want this to get out of hand. But Stevie and I decided that we should meet before we do anything further because we need 
to address what isn't being said. What are you talking about? Kyle. God. Kyle, did you tell Elizabeth about us? What? No. She knew my last name, and she knew it maybe before the other sharing members did. How? Not from me. Kyle, but there's been other things that make me think that you're hiding something. Like what? Stevie's recording of the basement getting deleted. How did that happen? We went over this. It's government and or corporate interference. And we spent too much time focusing on your recording of the basement and the supposed tiger, which fit with your animal theories. But that's, I'm, I'm sorry, Kyle, but it's not right. I'm not going to entertain the idea that animals are involved in any way anymore. Two experts told us that animals aren't involved. Stevie's recording was probably of BU Now participants in the basement. And whoever deleted it was probably covering up for Elizabeth. And it was deleted shortly after it was uploaded to our drive. So you think that it was me? And then the password for the recorder? You never told us how you knew it. I told you. You told us that you heard it in your head. I did. I listened to that calamari moment over and over again. Nowhere do we hear anything like a password being said. So you knew it already. How did you know it? Who was the waiter? I never saw him before. He was a share the truth operative. Did you tell us that you heard it in your head because you knew we wouldn't hear anything like a password being said in the recording? You can't think outside your little box. There's something going on here that defies everything we know about human abilities. Huh? Have you been looking at our Discord too much? No. But if you thought about it for just a second, you'd realize that there's a reason why Share the Truth knows so much more than we do. Because they can hack the sharing's computer system. They know firsthand about what the sharing is doing, because they're all... Subjects of Matcom's human experimentation. That's how they could communicate with me telepathically. They have brain implants just like the Hawks do. This is... This is more than I can deal with right now. We have zero evidence that the sharing is putting anything into anyone's brains. Can you just cut the bullshit, finally? Kyle, are you working with Elizabeth? Are you working for her side of the sharing? Are you a full member? No! Stevie, can't you back me up here? Um, honestly, Kyle, I see where she's coming from. I'm not working for the sharing. I'm not working with Elizabeth. I'm not a full member. Are you working with Share the Truth? I didn't delete shit. I never saw that waiter in my life. I'm working for us. <laughs> but if you really want to know, yeah, I told Elizabeth about the investigation. So crucify me. Oh my god. You what? Chill out. I didn't tell her about you. I told her I was investigating the sharing. I didn't mention either of you at all. I didn't even tell her we had a podcast. Why did you tell her? She needed to know that there was someone out there who was going to watch out for her. To protect her. So you have been covering up for her. You think I'm just going to let her get hurt? That I stand back and let them take her down if she's not actually doing anything wrong? Think about it. 
why do they have to resort to deceit and manipulation to try to discredit her? Why would they have to mess with us instead of contacting the authorities privately? Doesn't that raise any red flags for you? I know that she's doing something wrong. So they've gotten to you. You've fallen for it. I want to take all of them down. I'm not biased. But you sold me out to the sharing. I didn't tell her your identity. I know that if they don't know our last names, they probably can't track us. But Kyle, you told her your last name. Somehow they could have connected the dots to me. They got your name from someone they call Germus. And is that you? Nope. Could be someone close to Nicole, though. <laughs> Excuse me? Or it could be someone who has been dead set on taking down Elizabeth since the beginning. Don't try to flip this around. Now they know all of us. They could steal our identities. They could make sure that we disappear without a trace. And you jeopardized everything by telling her. We didn't consent to that. Kyle, even if you're not intentionally conspiring against us, you're too close with Elizabeth for us to continue. What are you saying? I'm saying that we think you should go. I see. Clear the way so Stinton has less of an obstacle. I thought we were friends. I thought so too. You'll regret this. Did we just do that? We did. We need to change our Google passwords again. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but we should get going to pick up Maddie. Oh, yeah. We have to do that still. It'll be okay. I hope so. After we had first listened to Share the Truth's recordings in the studio, I went home and cried. Not only because the sharing wants to manipulate us, or because things suddenly became infinitely more complicated. It was mostly because I heard Nicole in that recording, conspiring right along with the other sharing members. Against me. Against my friends. I know our relationship has gotten more strained over the years, but does she really think so little of me? What on earth could the sharing have done to make her want to conspire against me? And what is she really involved in? Nicole would go to the sharing that day too. I was sure of that. So Robin and I drove, in silence, to pick up Maddie. Should I duck so Nicole can't see me through the window? Maddie's coming anyway. It would be weird. Hey, Maddie. Hey, Aunt Stevie. Hey, can you do me a favor really quick? I borrowed this from your mom the other day. Can you run it back and put it in her purse? Why? Are we in a rush? She's home. You can go and talk to her. Not today. I have Robin with me. Oh, hey. Hey, Maddie. Are you coming to the sharing for something? No, Maddie. I just picked her up because we're getting brunch together after we drop you off. Oh, cool. So can you just run inside super fast? Oh, and... 
don't mention it to her. She doesn't know I borrowed it. <sighs> okay, fine. That was quick. Her bag is always just on the hook by the door. Good to know. See, in order to pull this off, I had to track both Nicole's and Maddie's schedules. It had been easy enough to get the recorder in Nicole's bag. But getting it back at the end of the day posed more of an issue. I needed to make sure Nicole would be home in the evening so her bag would be there. But it also needed to be at a time when I would drop Maddie off at their house. So, it couldn't be at a time when Nicole stayed at the sharing later than Maddie did. So I found a day when Maddie was going to stay later than usual for the camp's volleyball tournament. That meant that Nicole would be home already when I dropped Maddie off. And why couldn't Nicole pick up Maddie herself? Well, because she's a lawyer. I knew she had to work from home and attend virtual court at odd hours on certain days of the week. So she would be home, but couldn't pick up Maddie. So Maddie, how is summer camp? Everything going okay? Yeah, it's fun. That's good. I guess you have a pretty full day at the sharing, huh? Pretty much. Are you staying to go to the full members meeting with your mom? Robin. I'm not allowed to go to those yet. Today we're doing the volleyball tournament and I'm just staying later because we have to do the face-off. Oh, got it. Bye, Maddie. Bye, Aunt Stevie. Bye, Robin. Bye. Stay safe. Robin. What? What was with grilling Maddie about the full members meeting? I just... We can't trust anyone. I thought I'd ask. <sighs> Please. Maddie has no clue what's going on. You're acting super paranoid. I'm guessing we aren't actually going to get brunch. No. So can we get out of this parking lot before they notice us loitering? That evening, I picked up Maddie and drove her home as planned. If Nicole's bag really was hanging on the hook in the entryway, then maybe I could follow Maddie when she opened the door, reach in, grab the recorder, and be out the door without Nicole even noticing. Your gym clothes are sweaty and gross. Okay. Okay. Is that you, Maddie? Craig?
Did you need something? No. What were you doing? I... Maddie left her umbrella in my car. I just put it back. Oh. I didn't think her umbrella had a zipper. My sweatshirt does. Okay. Good night. Stevie. Yeah? You have no idea what she's doing. But we don't know if we can tell you yet. You were able to get it back. Right here. She suspected something. But I don't think she knew anything about the recorder during the day. It was still in the same pocket of her bag when I got it. We should listen. This thing is noise activated. It probably picked up a lot of things throughout the day. We'll have to skim through to find any conversation she had. We should do it together, though. Right. Everything together from now on. So we skimmed. Mind you that this recorder can hold up to 16 hours of footage. We know you don't want to spend that time with us combing through recordings it got of people in the women's locker room, complaining that the steam room should be hotter, or sounds of her purse hitting her side. So while we keep going through the footage, sporadic phantoms will return after these messages. We've all got something in our closet we can sell. Jacket that's just not your style anymore. Jeans that were so last season. Memories. Dreams and nightmares? Eyes? Do you have one too many? Skin? Hair? Any extra livers? Were you ever going to use that pasta maker? Would you like to be cleansed of your filth? There's a place for that. Buy and sell from home with Escort. I have all these limbs that I just don't have anything to do with. The eggs in my stomach? They're about to hatch. But is there a buyer out there for my brood? On Escort, you can put it up for sale in seconds. Just take a photo, set your price, and turn your closet into cash. We beg of you. Escort solves the problem of overclutter in my closet. It's so easy to put something up for sale, and boom, it's in front of millions of people who want to buy it. I found one for each egg. Find the things you need and love and use every day even find the perfect gift for the one who's impossible to shop for. I wasted so much time on Amazon trying to find the perfect length of intestine for my husband for our anniversary. But on Escort, I found a wide variety of lengths, moisture levels, and circumferences of intestine right away for a great deal. I needed memories, long and clear. Escort hooked me up with the best hive mind memories on the market. You can't watch those on Netflix. Strangers, we will pay top price for your merchandise. We can become partners in this. You get a cut, we get a cut. It's profitable for both of us. So please, whether you're buying or selling, let Escort be your guide. Nicole, can I speak with you in my office? Privately. How are you holding up? It is a long, hard road in physical therapy. 
but don't worry about me. I'm just worried about Maddie. Thank you for protecting her. That's my job. Any of my students are almost like my own children. I have a duty towards them and towards the community. Are you sure Corant won't get to her? Not on my watch. And even Mr. Stenton is trying his best to do what's right. He could be a tough boss, but he's got a good heart. What she has those poor people doing down there. It's just wrong. The sharing is supposed to be about togetherness and helping each other be the best versions of ourselves. But what she's doing? Lord David Altman is rolling in his grave. What is she doing to our wonderful organization? Maddie has truly been flourishing here. It's such a shame that the future of the sharing is so uncertain. What else can we do, Ennis? You know we can't go through normal channels. We're only doing what we must. The world needs to know all the harm she's done to our wonderful organization that helps so many people. We can only pray that we can expose the truth to the public. What she's doing, it's criminal. She's gone mad with power. The investigators, my sister, I wish they could understand what's really at stake. They're too close to Courant. They can't see what she's doing. They're influenced by her. They don't even know how dangerously close to her they actually may be. That's what I'm afraid of. We don't know if they're safe to talk to yet. We can only hope they soon come to their senses and realize our true intentions, and that we mean them no harm. But let's not let negative thoughts consume us. Have a wonderful time in your Pilates bar class. Thank you, Ennis. It really helps me to get my mind off of everything that's going on. Is there anything else on there? Did she meet with the other full members later? That's it. I guess they didn't have a big full members meeting today. Kyle would be saying not to trust this, but I don't know. Sometimes they just talk like that about the sharing. Let's not worry about what Kyle would have said. They think we're dangerous to them? That must have been why Nicole said she couldn't talk to us yet. But they don't know that Kyle isn't with us anymore. That's why there's just been radio silence from them. They think anything they tell us would just go straight from Kyle to Elizabeth. Uh, they'd unfortunately be right. Well, they probably think that I'm influenced by her too. Oh, you are around her a lot. Not in the way Kyle was. So what if now that Kyle's not investigating with us anymore, they would want to break the ice? While it's frustrating that they haven't said anything, it's pointless to try to expect answers from them. They would just manipulate us face to face instead of from the shadows. What if there's value in hearing what they have to say anyway? What if we let them tell us what they know about Elizabeth? Even if we don't trust them, we could at least try to understand how they're trying to manipulate us and use our own discernment about how truthful or not they are. And I mean, what if they do tell us the truth? Are you saying that we should confront them? What if we did? And we can tell them Elizabeth won't find out now? That we won't even air it for her to hear. We can get them to trust us without Kyle. Stevie, do you think Kyle was the one secretly working for the sharing? I know it was best for him to leave anyway because of him telling Elizabeth, but it doesn't line up with him wanting to take down Elizabeth with them. I don't know. Maybe he was doing a whole reverse psychology thing. 
if we're made to be suspicious about anyone saying anything negative about Elizabeth, well, that gives someone like him an advantage. But whether he's a full member or not, you made the right decision. We couldn't have someone sticking around with us who we can't trust with confidential information. And if it's one of us, if it is you, we can still trust each other that we believe we're doing the right thing in our own ways. Right? Yeah. So about confronting the sharing, is it the safest thing for us to be doing? Some of the people on Discord think that we should flee the country. Listen, we don't have to step foot inside the sharing. Our safest option is just to talk to Nicole. Maybe we can at least know for sure where she got your name from. Stevie? Nicole. I told you. We can't talk to you. Why not? Nothing about what you're doing is secure. And that's not because of the sharing. Things have changed. I know Robin and Kyle are listening on speakerphone. About that. Hi, Nicole. Kyle's not here. Sure. I mean, he's not going to be here anymore at all. He's gone. Gone? He is no longer part of the investigation. Is this a trick? No, Nikki. We couldn't trust him. We found out he leaked information to Elizabeth. I see. That changes things. You found out Robin and Kyle's last names from Elizabeth, right? I don't talk to her, but she could have been the one to put him in our database. What do you want? To understand what you want. We can't let her know. You have no sense of security. Even if Kyle isn't with you, it will get to her. If you tell us the truth about her, we won't even air it. She won't know. This is all a huge misunderstanding. You've been making so many assumptions. There's a lot to explain. But we can't do it over the phone like this. So we could come over? No. Let me talk to Hedrick. He'll want to be there. And all of us. To make sure we're safe. We'll be up front with you if you're up front with us. We'll get back to you. Wait, you haven't given us any good reasons to trust- Jeez. Not even a goodbye. She wants us to come to them? It has to be with all of them in person? I don't know if I like the sound of that. Let's see what they say. We're in control of the situation. If it seems weird, then no deal. We don't meet with them. And then we flee the country. That concludes Episode 8 of Sporadic Phantoms, The Confrontation, Part 1. Tune in next month for Episode 9. Until our next episode, we'll be waiting to hear back from the full members about meeting with them. And then we'll decide how that meeting is going to happen. It will be on our terms. And we'll be watching our backs. Special thanks to K.A. Applegate, Jay Archer, Julie Becker, Mark Gallagher, Megan Griffin, Lisa Lang, Kimra Luna, Max Pacheco, Abby Savoy, and Nate Varnado. And shout out to our new Patreon subscribers, Stephanie and Garwin. 
we were able to purchase our new discrete recorder with your contributions. If you'd like to support the investigation, you can visit our Patreon or our brand new Redbubble merch store, Sporadic Merch, which has a whole bunch of original designs by cast and crew available on tons of different items. And if you'd like to discuss your theories about the investigation, you can tweet at us or join our Discord. All of these links are on our website, sporadicphantoms.com. I think we did the right thing, telling Kyle to leave. Maybe it was drastic, but we have to be serious. I should have done it much earlier. We can't have anybody putting us at more risk than necessary. So it's just the two of us now. And I can't believe that we're going to talk about our investigation with the sharing face to face. We know it's a risk, but we also know we've got this. So we don't want anyone to worry about us. Yeah. Even you. <laughs>